Hey friends, it's Mark James. It is 11.40pm. You find me sitting in the car park of a travel lodge. I'm recording before I go in to the hotel. I'm staying in the travel lodge. But I'm recording before I go in because I don't want to um, make loads of noise. I can be noisy, can't I, recording this? I shout a lot. I get angry for no reason. I laugh at the top of my voice. <laughs> and I don't want my neighbours to think that I'm bananas. Oh, I did a little burp then. I've just been drinking a Coca-Cola. Uh, Coke Zero, I should say. I just drove back from a gig to the hotel in Wincanton. And tomorrow I've had a result. Well, let's get started on today. I woke up this morning and um, I was in the hotel. Decided to try and sleep in as much as I could. So I slept until 11... Uh, 11 a.m., 10.59 I woke up. I'd woken up early and needed the toilet, but I forced myself back to sleep, and I didn't look at my phone, which, to be fair, I fell asleep last night holding my phone, so I didn't realise, but my phone was dead until I actually woke up at 11 and tried to use it and then charged it to get it to come back on. And I only knew of the time because I turned on the TV in the room and BBC told me that it was 10.59. On the BBC was the Olympics, which is not something that I usually get crazily into. As you know, I do love sport, mainly football, and I like cricket too, but it's really all about football. Um, I was watching the Olympics, and I saw a bit of swimming and a bit of uh, highlights of stuff, but the main things that were on today to actually watch live as they were happening, one of them was the all-round... Uh, gymnastics and it was the men's category and so essentially they have to do six different things they do the the pommel horse it's called which is where they're on that big sort of block with the two handles on it and they swing around and spin and all of that one of them was the free thing where they basically run across the giant mat and they do flips and all sorts of stuff like that they sort of do a handstand into a flip handspring and um triple twisting somersaults and all that sort of stuff and then they have to land as flat as they can and then there was also um the the dual bars i'm not sure what that's called but where you know they've got the hands on the two bars the one where the two bars are next to each other not the one where it's two bars one's in front of the other and they swing from one to the other this is the one where they're basically in between two bars and they've got hands on both at the same time and they flip up and down and they swap from one to the other and all that sort of stuff all of that sort of stuff isn't bad that was all right but then In between that, we had the dressage. Now, there's a question you're probably asking yourselves right now. And if you don't know the answer, if you've never seen it, you're probably thinking, what the fuck is dressage? And if you've seen it, you're probably thinking, what the fuck is dressage? (laughs) Dressage is basically horse dancing. You... Ride a when I say you, I mean the royal you. You ride a horse, but rather than racing the horse or getting the horse to jump over uh, fences and all that sort of stuff, you get the horse to walk around in circles in an entertaining way. So either the horse is, um, you know, walking on on a very thin line, feet in front of each other, 
or the horse is doing intricate circles or it's going backwards or whatever. I'll be honest, I watched six different people compete in the dressage and it all looked the same to me. I feel a lot like about dressage like I feel about ballet. There are people who really like it and I'm sure it's brilliant, but I can't work out what about it is supposed to be good. <laughs> I don't really want to slag off ballet because people love it, don't they? But I think it's chronically boring. And then dressage, it's the same. It just makes no sense. I don't get it at all. <clears throat> Here's one thing. Gender in sport has become a bit of a hot topic, hasn't it? Because there are quite a lot of trans athletes that are competing. And of course, there's a thing there on whether or not if you have got a certain level of hormones and estrogen and all that in your blood, then even if you were born, uh, you know, if you were gen, if you were assigned one gender at birth and now you identify as a different gender, <coughs> excuse me with a cough. Um, if you were born, if you were assigned one gender when you were born and now you ident identify as a different gender, you can still compete in the gender that you now identify with, provided your estrogen or hormone law, various different levels, are within the Olympic Committee guidelines. And a lot of people say that's fair, and a lot of people say that that's unfair. There are some interesting results in that there are... There's one athlete I know I heard talked about that was born uh, in one gender and now, or rather, assigned one gender, uh, you've got to be very careful about the language because even as someone who tries to be incredibly liberal and is instinctively, you know, I'm instinctively very liberal, but you can, you can be labelled as uncaring or unsympathetic or uncultured or, you know, not necessarily uh, very thoughtful if you use the wrong words and so please excuse me if at any point I don't use the correct terminology I'm open to learning but like many people I haven't learned everything so there's an athlete I know that competes in weightlifting that was assigned uh, the male gender at birth and now identifies as female and competes in female weightlifting and is absolutely smashing records left, right and centre. And, you know, that's an interesting case study. And I suppose if I were, if I identified as female and had from birth and I was a boxer and I was fighting against someone that, you know, um, I was gender assigned male at birth and is now identifying as female, then fighters on both sides you know, have the right to make decisions, don't they, about what they think is fair competition and whether they think that they should be in that, you know, category and whatnot. It's very interesting and it's a situation that continues to unfold. And it's one that I think we'll all do well to learn from and see, you know, what I'm just fascinated by it. But that's not really the thing that I want to talk about. The thing that I want to talk about is that today I watched, uh, dressage was separated by gender of the rider however the gender of the horse didn't matter apparently so there were male and female horses that competed in the dressage whilst the 
gender of the riders was separated into different categories. And that, for me, is interesting because surely the main competitor in dressage is the horse. (laughs) I mean, when a dog race happens, you don't say that the owner of the dog won the race. It's, you know, Lucky Fella or daily daily's uh, run or you know fuck knows whatever people call their dogs but it's the it's the dog that wins the race isn't it not the owner and so surely in dressage should they not separate the gender of the horses as well or any event that involves animals should they if they're going to separate the gender of the competitor then the horse is also a competitor. I don't know. Someone fill me in on this if I'm wrong and I'm completely misunderstanding it. But that's really the point I wanted to make. Surely the gender of the animal plays into it at some point if the gender of the person riding the animal is a factor. Because I can understand as well gender separation in certain sports like boxing and weightlifting where people who typically identify as male are by nature stronger than people who are, well, maybe not identify. Maybe, as a rule, those who are gender assigned male at birth are typically stronger than those who are assigned female at birth. I would say that's a fair assessment. And so I can understand why there's gender separation in certain sports, but does there need to be gender separation in chess? or in dressage, or in things where the natural physicality that is that comes with the birth-assigned gender doesn't play into it. Does there need to be gender separation? I mean, there isn't gender separation, is there, in chess? So should there be in... or is there? Fuck knows, I don't know, to be honest. I'm going to have to do some research and come back to you on this tomorrow. I'll tell you what I did today. I started looking at bills. Over the COVID time, I ignored... (laughs) I'm leaving that gender thing up in the air in the Olympics. Basically, I need to learn a lot about what role gender plays in sport. And I think dressage is one of the stupidest things I've ever seen. (laughs) But I'm open to learning about both. Anyway, um... Yeah, I decided to look at bills. Sarah and I have got a few, you know, red letters, different bills, credit card debts or whatever, things that basically everybody's got. There's not like, you know, they're not coming to take our furniture away, but normal things that ultimately we probably could have stayed in control of. But because of coronavirus and because of just put your head in the sand and decide not to deal with it, uh, I didn't really look into them. But then today I decided to get on top of it and pay loads of bills and sort out what I owed to who. And I have to say, I feel really good about it, and it's all in control, and there's nothing worrying me now. And I even answered the phone to a number I didn't recognise. That's how confident I was feeling about, you know, the fact that everything was taken care of. So I'm only saying this to, to tell you that if you are in a position where you've let some debts or whatever get, you feel like your head's going underwater and you haven't really taken care of things in the way that perhaps you should, and now you're stressed about phone calls or debt collectors coming around or anything like that, there is nothing 
that cannot be fixed by getting in touch or answering the phone. If you ignore it, it absolutely 100% just gets worse. But if you pick up the phone or log into the website that they suggest on the letter or any of that stuff, and you just tell them what your circumstances are. I mean, as it goes, we're going to be play, paying these back at a, you know, because I'm Sarah's working and got a promotion, and I'm working nonstop as well. Between the two of us, we'll we'll sort everything out very quickly. But what I do know is that even if you don't think you're in a position to really make payments, if you just tell them that, then they will make a payment plan for you that is affordable, even if it doesn't necessarily get you any closer to being free of the debt. What it will do is get you free of the harassing phone calls or the letters or whatever. And so I'm just really saying this as a public service announcement to say that don't put your head in the sand about stuff. Just take it on. Ring them, answer the phone and tell them that, you're ready to talk about it. Because when you do, they're usually very understanding. And if they're dicks about it, (laughs) tell them to fuck off. Tell them you can't afford it. And they have to sort it out. It's incumbent on them to sort out a way for you to pay. Because the way that the government and the law views lenders is that they loan, if you're not able to pay, it's their fault that they didn't do their due diligence and they loaned you the money irresponsibly. So you know, you're, you're never going to really end up in that much trouble if you just offer to pay something, is what I'm saying. So, as a little public service announcement, if you have found yourself putting your head in the sand, just take care of it. Because I only had two or three things that I had to look at today. And one of them was a FedEx bill, which I just ignored, and it pissed me off. And they stuck an extra 50 quid on it. But I don't understand why I was getting charged customs on something I'd already taken care of, and so that's why I ignored it. And then the other things were just after the bills. But They're all sorted now, so that's good. Last but not least, I'll tell you this. Last night I went into the garage. As you know, I overheard that argument and I pretended I was... (laughs) Pretended I was listening to music. And um, I bought... I was fancying a little snack because I hadn't eaten. And I saw um, this little... What looked like a cake bar. And it had the Jaffa Cake branding on it. And it was £1.39. And obviously I was a bit stressed because they were arguing and I was listening. So I grabbed it and I could feel it was like a little soft cake bar inside. Jaffa cake, I love Jaffa cakes, branded. And um, I thought, I'm going to have that. So I picked it up. I paid for it. I got outside to the car, £1.39. When I opened it, it was four Jaffa cakes. <laughs> two on top of two. two. Two stacks of two next to each other. But I couldn't fill the gap. So I thought it was a big size Jaffa cake bar. And it was actually a little snack pack with four Jaffa cakes in it. But here's the piss take. There was a tube of ten Jaffa cakes in that shop for a pound. And I thought... I don't want to eat 10 Jaffa Cakes. I'll feel bad about that. I'll get this little Jaffa Cake bar for £1.39. I could have had 10 Jaffa Cakes for 39p less. And I ended up with four Jaffa Cakes. Takes the piss, doesn't it? Story of my life that I always seem to end up overpaying for stuff that other people get cheaper or free. It's because I'm impatient and I rush into things. Sarah always tells me off for that. My lovely wife. I spoke to Sarah earlier. I did something that really annoys her. <laughs> I uh, tried to ring her and she didn't answer. And so what I usually do is I play music into the house. Now, I haven't done this for ages because I know it annoys her. But tonight I knew I was going to lose my signal. And um, 
so I put music on in the living room and she texted me immediately saying two minutes um, and I thought, oh, I'm in trouble. And then I answered the phone and she said I was an impatient fucker. <laughs> but you know what? She's lovely. Can't argue with her. She's absolutely right. Where would I be, eh? God. So there you go. That was today, friends. I hope you enjoyed the pod. Oh, Jesus. Three minutes to 12. Better get it up. Bye.